Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four, and England have won the match. Hello, welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket. So, the England juggernaut, so-called Bazball, rolls on. The fourth day's play at Headingley saw another pulsating performance by England's batsmen, certainly after they lost a couple of early wickets in pursuit of another challenging target, which they've made look totally straightforward with that partnership uh, between Root and Ollie Pope, Simon. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're sort of they're threatening the sorts of records, which or the sorts of targets, which you know, ten years ago, you just wouldn't consider in the the fourth innings, and maybe that's part of the secret behind why they're making it look so easy because they think it's easy, or they think it's possible anyway. I mean, the, the, the really weird thing about it is when England started off in pursuit of 296 to win, I don't think there were that many people in the ground, certainly perhaps in the media, who thought England wouldn't get there. Of course, they've still got 113 to score. They've got eight wickets left and they could fall in a heap tomorrow. But it just feels so unlikely. I think they've just got New Zealand where they want them. I think they were debilitating defeats for New Zealand at, at Lords and then at, at Trent Bridge. And I th- also, I think New Zealand has sort of got three and a half bowlers. You know, they've made a massive mistake in not picking uh, Ajaz Patel in this game, at least to give themselves a chance. England have got six right-handers in the top eight. He's a left-arm spinner. Michael Bracewell is a part-time spinner. He's gone 11 overs, one for 70. But I, I just think there's a sort of confidence around this, this England side, this England sort of batting unit that just suggested actually 296, yeah, that won't be 
too much of a problem. But as you say, in, in the in the past, to score a 296 in the fourth innings, especially someone like Headingley, you'd think, mm, unlikely. I know England knocked him off in 2019, but it needed something incredible from Ben Stokes and help from Jack Leach uh, to do that. But yeah, I, I just think England have got New Zealand. They've got them, you know, they, mm. they've subdued them and they, it's very hard for New Zealand to sort of to, to fight back, really. I mean, they have fought, but they've just not quite got the bowling, I think, to... To threaten this England uh, batting lineup and, the, and their approach as well. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you say that Headingley is a place where you know the fourth innings targets are often difficult, and yet interestingly, yeah. of England's I think highest or, or in fact Test cricket's highest run chases, quite a few of them yeah, are at Headingley. The, yeah. the the one over four hundred Australia chased in nineteen forty eight, which is a famous match with the Bradford in the Bradford that's not that's a bit of a Freudian slip the Bradman invincibles uh, who you know totally dominated that summer and of course there was that famous uh, victory England pulled off at Headingley when Mark Butcher played that incredible innings 177 not out in 2001 to chase 315 I think it was uh, yeah. to, to win the test match against Australia and there have been a couple of others obviously Ben Stokes and, and Jack Leach in 2019 so it's funny it's a it's a sort of I suppose Famously, Headingley is capricious as a surface, and there are times when bowlers are on top, but there are also times when bowlers look totally hapless and clueless. And, and this has been one of those occasions, really, where, uh, well, it's certainly in this run chase, that, that nothing really went right for New Zealand after the first five overs. No, I suppose, yeah, just on Headingley, you, you, I suppose you think of those uneven pitches, don't you? And, you know, the ball going up yeah. and down, you know, you know, Australia trying to chase in 1981, for example. And there have been, you know, lots of test matches since. But the, the nature of the Headingley pitches is a bit different now. Uh, you know, I, I remember, for example, here against Sri Lanka in 2014, England were five down overnight trying to battle to save the game. And they nearly became the first side in test history to survive five wickets down going into the final day. Moen Ali played that brilliant hundred and Jimmy Anderson was out off the penultimate ball of the match. So, they, you know, there have been some quite flat pitches late on in the game. So I suppose it's just that sort of overall memory of heading the over sort of 40 years where you think of it, you know, it goes up and down. It's difficult for batting. But you're right, there have been some heroic uh, run chases here. I suppose the, the mark Butcher won one. Australia were in control of that game, and they they I don't know they got a bit casual with their declaration, or they were desperate to win. It was a strange game because they they sort of had to declare to try to win the game. They probably left England not quite enough. But I, I mean, even that game, I remember there was a, was there one that banked over Mike Atherton's head early on. You thought, goodness me, there's no chance of of getting these. Anyway, we're sort of drifting back into the into the past. But yeah, it's New Zealand just. Their bowling attack is a bit short. I don't think they've got enough. Yeah, I think they've got. I think enough personnel actually. Ajaz Patel. Mm. I, I was down there doing the post-match interviews, and he was watching on in the sort of dugout area. And he must have been thinking, "Oh, I should be playing. This this should be my day." As you know, as it was Jack Leach's day uh, uh, today. You know, taking yeah. ten for great. You know, great for him to do that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you know, why why is Ajaz Patel not playing in this Test match? No, very good question. And just sort of looking at England's run chase and. You know, there was a fair bit of criticism of, of Bracewell, the left-arm spinner, the, sorry, the off-spinner for, for New Zealand, who obviously is in only his second Test match and he's, he's highly inexperienced, uh, hasn't been bowling off-spin for long, only, what, a couple of years or something, two mm. or three years. Yeah. And, you know, there is inevitable criticism. You look at his figures, 11 overs, one for 70, and you think, well, you know, obviously he bowled badly. But I suppose I sort of feel 
I feel sorry for spinners in in the modern game, especially when they come up against somebody like Joe Root, because where are they supposed to bowl? In a way, the more the ball turns, the more Root seems to enjoy it. And, you know, there was a period of play this afternoon, late, late this afternoon, when he was trying to bowl the ball outside off stump to spin back in through the gate into the rough that, that Trent Bolt had created, which was absolutely the right way to bowl. And Root was just reverse sweeping every ball. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know what bold in a way you know it's easy to criticize the the, the, the spinner and say well he, he can't exert any control but the modern batsman and you know players like root and Pope who are so adaptable and as good in short form as they are in Test cricket they're impossible to contain I don't know what even Nathan Lyon would have been able to do today really because they're, they're so good I mean I don't know he might have got a bit more bounce or something but it's it's tough for the modern spinner, isn't it? And, and in a way, even more credit to Jack Leach for his tenfer, because yeah, I mean, you know it, it it was it's not unplayable the the pitch, and he he just kept on going, and Stokes backed him and kept the and you know set sensible fields, sent set you know slightly provocative fields at times, inducing batsmen to to go for it, and they did and fell into the trap. Yeah, one thing Jack Leach said in his, his post-match interview with me, he, he said, I, I said, you know, who sets your fields? And, you know, he, he, uh, he talked about, he said, I set them. And then, you know, we have a, you know, we talk, I talk to the skipper and we, he gives me ideas. He said, but one thing he says is long on and long off, no. You're having a mid on and, and mid off. You're having the field up. You know, the idea of, yeah, tempt him to go over the top. And of course, in, in the first innings, he did take uh, some wickets with uh, players holding out into the into the deep. So that was Stokes's uh, influence, you're saying? Yes. Well, he, he's saying that Stokes wants him to have mid-on and mid-off up. Um, mm. so, so, and, and someone like Graham Swan, for example, he liked to have long on back. He didn't mind that. He, and he, and there's, a, there's a logic to it. Other, other bowlers, I mean, he talked to Vic Marks. Vic also, you know, I wanted, I wanted my field to stay up. I wanted them to try to hit me over the top. But different spinners have, have different approaches. But yeah, he, he, there was a sort of strong indication that, you know, he's really, li- he's really enjoying working with Ben Stokes. And that, ben, you know, he, perhaps he feels that Ben Stokes believes in him a bit more and that he's actually, he's not going to have those, remember those deep set fields in Australia? And it was just so yeah. easy to knock the ball around and, you know, if there's a loose ball coming along, short ball whacked away or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, you, uh, for Trent Bridge, it was t- you know, quite hard for all the bowlers. But, you know, definitely here, it's a pitch in which you know any self-respecting spinner would I think would expect to get some wickets. You'd be disappointed if you didn't take you know six or seven wickets in the game. Jack Leach has had a you know real bonus you know ten for in this game. So yeah. I, I mean I agree with you. I agree with you about uh, you know it's tough for spinners. I I agree, but I I think you do need a front line spinner or two, possibly even two front line spinners. I think Nathan Lyon would have bowled quite well here, would have been a threat. And, and Michael Bracewell, he's just, you know, relatively inexperienced for a spinner. And, you know, he's up against one of the best players of spin in the world in, in Joe Root. And I just, I, you know, it was it was so tough for him. Really, really yeah. difficult. Do you know, um, you're talking of keeping the field in for the left arm spinner. I remember once, not that far away from Headingley, actually, we played at Bradford and uh, Abbeydale Park. And, uh, Phil Tufnell was bowling to, I've forgotten who, somebody from Yorkshire, and Mike Gatting wanted the mid-off up. And there'd been a few issues with Tuffers, actually, in this particular match. I can't remember what they were due to. Uh, anyway, Tuffers wanted the long-off out, and he kept sort of, there was an argument on the field, because Gat wanted him in, and Tuffers wanted him out, and in the end, Gat sent him off. <laughs> that's that's the that's Tuffers, not, not the fielder. Yeah. Uh, sent him off the field to kind of calm down for half an hour. It's quite funny, but so so it, I suppose in the end, 
it's good to hear that bats the bat the batsmen are being encouraged to play aggressively against the spinner and Stokes sees that uh, potential for wickets and I, I know that in the first innings Jack Leach got two or three caught in the deep mm. with the field in uh, this innings he got more conventional left arm spinners wickets really Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And, and, and the funny thing is, he said the wicket that pleased him most was the Nichols wicket yesterday, because you know top order player. A lot of his wickets were lower order players. But the interesting thing, you still got to get the lower order out. And actually, just watching him on this surface, you really backed him to do that. I didn't. I didn't give you know that lower order from New Zealand um, you know, much chance, much time against Leach because there was enough. There was enough devil there, and he was getting enough spit and spin uh, from the surface. And you know, and and so, and so it proved. He actually ran through the tail, and England knocked out the last five uh, for fifty. So you know, ex- excellent day for him. You know, he said it hasn't really sunk in, and, and and why would it actually? You know, it's 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 one of those. It's a breakthrough day, isn't it? It's like it's like scoring a hundred for a batter. You know, you get ten for you get five, you get ten for it's it's a it's a real achievement. You know, you, no one can ever take it away from you. Uh, once you've done that and you know he's done it for the first time and the first time for a, an England bowler since actually Moen did it uh, five years ago in, in 2017 at Lord so a great day for him we shouldn't just focus just on Jack which I think we should all, we, we, t- we touched on Matthew Potts last night didn't we as well and he took a, a really important wicket today to get rid of uh, Daryl Mitchell otherwise we would just be seeing Mitchell and Blundell presumably just <laughs> Just back forever, I don't know. <laughs> you know. They were averaging about over 100 together and the rest of the team, like the other wickets, the rest of the team in the series, averaging about 22, something like that, 23. It just shows the influence that they've had on the series. And I thought you know, once they got Mitchell, then you just felt that was a, a really big moment in the game. And Bracewell, not a great shot, hold out to deep square off, off Jack Leach, uh, Crawley taking the catch. And then Leach took out Southie, Wagner and Bolt. And lovely feeling for him walking off uh, on his own, holding the ball up, showing it to the crowd, the crowd that was you know, cheering him three years ago here uh, in, in that wonderful partnership with, with Ben Stokes that took England over the line in that Ashes match. Yeah, yeah. so he'll, he's a you know, Somerset lad or whatever, but he, he, he doesn't mind his trips to Headingley, I, I think it's fair to say. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The state of the game now, Yoz. I mean, it, it, surely England win from here. They just, they just so much on top of this uh, New Zealand bowling lineup. Unless you know the clouds come in the morning, um, it's really tricky bowling, uh, batting conditions. But 113 to win, eight wickets left. Um, 
it's hard to see England messing it up from here. Yeah, it is. I, I remember a, a test match against South Africa in the 2000s and it was about 90 to win with four four or five wickets left England. And I, I was in the bar with two of the not-out batsmen that night um, within Channel 4 days and both not-out batsmen were out within... Uh, 20 minutes of the start and Jack Callis polished England off um, those those batsmen by the way were Flintoff and Butcher um, who well they, they stayed up perhaps a little bit later than they should have done that particular night but you've always Callis been a bad influence absolutely brilliantly what? you've, you've always, always been I'm, a bad influence no I was a bad influence <laughs> I was a, a very bad influence that night actually and um, but Jack Callis bowled superbly and swung mm. it really late and got the ball to sort of zip off the surface and was too much for England and, and bowled them out. I can't see that that happening tomorrow. One just little note of uh, a little bit of not sadness, but uh, but concern is just the continued struggles of Jack, Zach Crawley. And I just watched him today, and it was a very skittish innings. He was conscious of Bolt's threat. And he tried to play the ball later, clearly, at times. He was trying to be more watchful and left a couple of dangerous deliveries just outside off stump well. He, he judged the, the line well, but he was still looking for that big drive. And I thought, actually, he got away with it today until he tried to drive the off spinner. And, you know, it was a sort of telegraphed ploy. The New Zealanders left a, a quite an inviting gap on the offside and Bracewell was clearly looking to bowl quite wide outside of something to induce the drive, landing it into that rough uh, that, that Trent Bolter created. Surely a, a, a guy, an intelligent batsman and a guy with lots of ability would recognise the danger there, the threat. And yet he tried a big booming drive on the up. The ball wasn't nearly a half volley and it just spooned to, to extra cover. And I just thought that was... It was naive batting, and I, I'm I hate saying this because I'm a huge admirer of of Crawley and his sort of demeanour on the field and his clear talent, but he just keeps making stupid mistakes. Yeah, it's very frustrating for him because because in one over from Bolt, he hit him for four fours, and you saw the best of him there. There was a a, a pull shot, and he, you know he's strong off the back foot. There was a drive down the ground. There were two through the covers. You know it was the best of Zach Crawley. And you, you, when you w- w- watch those strokes, you think, yeah, this this man is well. He has got clearly got loads of talent, and it was the sort of talent that actually beguiled the Australians. I mean, they were they were um, euphoric about his um, innings in in Sydney. They were full of praise for it. Yeah, this guy's got something. You know, he is, he is a pom who can actually play some shots at the top of the order and you know take us on. It was that, it was that sort of uh, feeling. You know, he, he, really crisp striking, but it's no good having those shots if you can't stay in consistently. Um, what do they do? Well, we, we talked about it early in the match, but it, you know, it's not been a great series for him. He hasn't got a half century uh, in the series. And there's another test match starting on Thursday. The team, actually, or the squad for the next test match is going to be released tomorrow. So what, uh, whether the selectors decide to make a change or not, we'll, we'll find out uh, pretty quickly. You, you think he'll, they'll, they'll stick with him for now, though, don't you? you well, know, I one, do, One really. more I test mean, match. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough to bring somebody in afresh at the moment. Um, and they've got to do some rejigging probably anyway, haven't they? Because they'll probably have to bring in a Harry Brook for for Ben Folks and, and give the gloves to Bearstow, I would imagine. I know Sam Billings kept today, but the likelihood is, I guess, is it that, 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 that they'll bring in Harry Brook? What do you think? 
Well, it's, it, yeah, I mean, they, I suppose they had to bring in someone like Sam Billings because it's a like-for-like like replacement, isn't it, for COVID? So Sam Billings arrived at the hotel at 1.30 in the morning. I mean, his seconds on Mercy Dash, isn't it? And he's, he's played two test matches now. Both of them have involved uh, quite long journeys. Not This one was, wasn't quite as long as the one uh, from Brisbane to Sydney when he was forced to drive because he wasn't allowed to fly and he couldn't believe it. He, he said, oh, you've got to drive. And then he went, what? I've got to drive. Can I not fly? No, you can't because, you know, you'll be on a plane with lots of other people. You've got to drive. So you have to drive from Brisbane to Sydney and uh, this time he had to drive up from uh, the southeast to, to Headingley and arrived at, at 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, I mean, so d- does he stay in or is it, is it just a sort of stopgap move because it's a like for like? Well, we'll, we'll probably find out uh, tomorrow when they uh, announce the selection of the, of the squad for the next game. It, it does depend though whether they want Bairstow to have the gloves, doesn't it? Or whether they want, you know, they want to bring in another keeper and they say, well, actually Billings is next in line because uh, he, he played in the in the test match in... Uh, where was it in Hobart wasn't it he, he made his debut in Hobart eventually so yeah that's that's a, a judgment call they'll have to make you know, do they want to give the gloves back to Bairstow I don't know we'll we'll, we'll, we'll find out what what about um, what about Joe Root's ramp for six then left-handed Mate. ramp for six off Neil Wayne what about that it was amazing a, rem- a remarkable shot you really if you haven't seen it everybody you know find a way of seeing it it'll be on social media it's it's on the BBC Sport website it'll be on the BBC Sport highlights on, on the iPlayer, it'd be, it'd be on Sky highlights as well. Just a, it was just a breathtaking shot. I don't think Wagner could quite believe it, really. It was a fu- sort of foolish ball outside the off stump, and he he reversed it over deep third for six. I mean, he, he played something similar at Trent Bridge. It wasn't quite mm. the same shot, um, but it, mm. was, it was similar. And he did say, you know, I think in an interview before that day's play, you know, you're going to see some different sort of shots from me. So it's clearly something he's been working on. And, it, you know, it's, it's a shot of the T20 age, really. But it was, I think it was surprised was he just didn't expect him to play that shot at that particular moment. England was still like 200 to win or something. You know, the game sort of felt in the balance, but he had that freedom uh, and presumably the confidence as well. You, you've got to practice that to be able to play it. You've got to practice it a lot to perfect it to play it. And but I wonder what he'd average stunning. batting as a left-hander in Test cricket. <laughs> Probably about thirty-five. Mm. I, I mean, half his shots today were left-handed shots. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's well, he's phenomenal, isn't he? And he's had a, he's had a great series, a great summer. Uh, might get another hundred. Actually, he's got time to get another hundred. One hundred and thirteen to win. He's fifty-five not out. Uh, emulating uh, Daryl Mitchell, who made three hundreds in, in the series. Um, and Ollie Pope as well. Good day for him. 81 uh, not out. Lots of shots. I mean, again, he's, he's so pleasing on the eye. He's like Zach Crawley. Uh, lo- lots of shots. It's about that, I suppose, that tightness in defence and shot selection uh, is, is going to be the, the key to what sort of test career he has. But it's, it's one of those uh, situations at the moment where it's almost everything England are doing is 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 working out for them and they can you know they can carry the odd mistake and the odd player who, who's not in form uh, the, the one other wicket that England lost today was was Lee's run out and actually that was a bit unlucky really because I think Crawley was thinking four through sort of wide mid off excellent start from Williamson got to his feet and Trent Bolt was magnificent as well the ball came in Bolt balletically so I took the ball and just managed to get his hands down and whip off the bales as he was sort of running past the stumps. It was a, it was a wonderful piece of fielding. And Lees will probably think, well, I actually did run a single. I ran halfway up and halfway back. Um, but you know, it's, it's been a series of, of run-outs. And it's been a series of magnificent uh, batsmanship, really, uh, from, from both sides. I mean, there's been excellent from Mitchell and Blundell and from England's sort of very powerful uh, middle order. 
Um, it's a shame the series is coming to an end tomorrow, actually, Oz. Yeah, no, it is. And it's, it's interesting. I, I think you have to give some credit to New Zealand because they just keep on seeking wickets uh, in, the, in the field. You know, they don't go negative generally. They could Teams could try and hide the ball wide of off stump or bowl in a negative way, but they don't actually. And, and they don't put the fielders all back on the boundary either. They, you know, they try and encourage positive play and seek wickets, keep slips in and things like that. So uh, they've made a few elementary errors. They've, their selection has been bad. I think they do things like put their slip fielder in the wrong place for the, the spinner, so he's too wide, so he can't grab at some of the chances and you know they've made, I don't think Kane Williamson is the most ingenious captain I mean he's a, he's a genial man and a wonderful character and ambassador for the game he doesn't seem to be to have tactical acumen particularly uh, so that's that's a weakness maybe it's time that he handed the the reins over to Tom Latham they'll have called there'll be calls for that back in New Zealand but they've certainly played their part in a, an incredibly entertaining series and I'm sure they will on the final day as well, although England probably will tie up victory soon after lunch. So we'll report back on the outcome of that final day's play from Headingley as soon as it's over. Speak to you then. Thanks for listening. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.